Today on the show, we're talking Jonathan Davenport cruising to the Wednesday night win at Brownstown, the Short Trek Super Series results, uh, the Word of Outlaws at Bristol tonight, and a full-time Word of Outlaws team looking for drivers. Let's go. Today is Thursday, April 28th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. So after going several months without grabbing a Dirt late model victory, Jonathan Davenport has now won twice in five days, taking home north of $70,000 in the process. Last Saturday night, it was the $50,000 victory at Alltech with the XR Super Series. And last night, he flat dominated the Flow Racing Night in America show at Brownstown. He started inside row two for the 50 lap feature and after pole sitter Mike Marler led the first few laps, JD got by on lap five and was literally never seen again. The race was only slowed by a single caution at, uh, and at the end Davenport's margin of victory was over five seconds. Bobby Pierce, Marler, Brandon Overton and Kyle Larson completed the top five. Larson started 12th and was one of the uh, kind of few big movers in the race. Another caution or two and he actually may have been in contention at the end. Only the night's hard charger, Ricky Thornton Jr., passed more cars than Larson did on a night where it was tough to move forward at Brownstown. The other NASCAR driver in the field last night was Chase Briscoe, who was making his super late model debut in a Longhorn prepared by Kent Robinson. I think on the show yesterday I said Ross Robinson, so my bad on that mix up there. Briscoe's debut wasn't quite as smooth as Tyler Courtney's was the night before. Briscoe qualified 20th in his group and started pretty deep in Heat 4. A lap two spin by Dylan Thompson collected Briscoe's 14, and then he was effectively done for the night. The next time we'll see Brisky on dirt, according to that initial schedule he posted, is when the XR Super Series takes to the dirt track at Charlotte, May 11th and 12th. So with two of 12 race nights now complete, we have two familiar, uh, familiar names atop the Flow Racing Night in America standings. Last year, it was JD and Larson won two, and that's what we have again. Davenport leads Larson by nine markers with Overton, Brandon Shepard, and Bobby Pierce completing the top five. The Flow Series is back in action May 11th and 12th at Spoon River and Lincoln. It creates a nice little four-week, or four-week, four-night Illinois Speed Week, uh, joining with the Farmer City 74 on May 13th and the Spring Nationals at Fairbury on May 14th. The shows at Farmer City and Fairbury are Mars sanctioned. So with those two flow shows, guys will race that week for 22,000 to win, 22,000 to win, 15,000 to win, and 30,000 to win over the four nights. So some pretty serious cash up for grabs that week. To keep up with the flow series, hit up flowseries.com. We talked on the show yesterday about Stuart Friesen looking to turn his luck around with the Short Track Super Series, and that's exactly what he did last night at Delaware International. Building off that Fonda win from last weekend, Friesen started fourth, took the lead from Jordan Watson on a lap 19 restart, and drove away to his third consecutive win in that event. He begged $5,700 for his efforts as well. Mike Moreska ended up second. Watson faded to third at the end with Matt Shepard and Ryan Godown completing the top five. I haven't seen updated South Region point standings yet today, but things will remain tight at the top with both Godown and Moreska finishing top five last night. They were one to uh uh, entering the points or in the points entering last night. The South region returns to action on May 24th at New Egypt Speedway, while the North will be back on May 10th at Accords Speedway. Looking ahead to tonight, the World of Outlaws Bristol Bash gets underway with open practice sessions for those teams in attendance. 
Both the sprint cars and late models are in action for full programs Friday and Saturday. So these laps tonight will allow teams to kind of get reacclimated to the fast high banks of Bristol. Should get a pretty good idea of who's going to race this weekend with tonight's sessions, but don't expect a heavy field of cars. As of this morning, the My, uh, My Race Pass page now shows 19 sprint cars pre-entered and 21 late models. That's down from 22 for both from yesterday. And you won't see those numbers swell at all with potential late entries, as don't forget these races were invite only. You obviously get all the regular uh, outlaw teams on both sides, and then uh, kind of just a few others from there. We know Kyle Larson is running double duty this weekend between the Paul Silva 57 and the Rumley 6. Sounds like Jonathan Davenport is coming with his 49 late model. Actually, Lance Lander's 49 late model, but you get it. And Roth Motorsports has also shifted weekend plans for Kerry Madsen and the 83 junior team. They were originally headed to Knoxville, but forecasted weather there means they are now on their way to Bristol with that Toyota-powered sprint car. As much as people seem to want these events at Bristol in the past, I wonder how much longer we'll actually see these continue uh, kind of going forward, especially with the Outlaws. The XR shows a few weeks ago didn't draw huge car counts or crowds, and we'll be down on cars this weekend for several reasons. Obviously, we've talked about the parts and tire shortages. There's just a lot of other racing happening around this uh, around the country this weekend that's going to be competing for drivers. You need big power to be fast at Bristol. Passing will be at a premium and smaller teams don't want to risk destroying cars and equipment because of big crashes. So unless the streaming numbers are just off the charts, it feels like these races could go away. I don't have any inside information here. It's just my own feeling about this stuff. World Racing Group even fattened up the purses for this weekend and it seems to have literally no effect on growing the field. One other interesting Word of Outlaws note from yesterday involves Jason Sides and his 7S machine. That team is opening up their car for either young or veteran drivers seeking opportunities to race with the Outlaws going forward. The team will continue to be at all Outlaw races in the future, either with Sides in the seat or someone else. In a release from the team, Sides said he's not retiring, but he just can't compete to the level he once could because of his body. And that's time to allow some other drivers the chance to race. Anyone interested in driving the 7S can reach out to Pulse Sides for details. Uh, I'm imagining uh, people like me shouldn't be reaching out to Pulse Sides, though. Probably people with sprint car experience. Jason's performance has definitely been declining in recent seasons, and this year they've only made 8 of 15 features with a best finish of 15th at Vado a few weeks ago. He hasn't finished top 10 in a series race since Wilmot back in July of 2021, and his last top 5 was that same month at Cedar Lake. Uh, if you want to drive for an established outlaw team, though, this group definitely has all the tools and experience you could need. If you want to tune into that practice session at Bristol tonight, those sessions begin at 6 p.m. Eastern and end at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you aren't going to be at the track to watch, Dirt Vision is showing the practices for free tonight. So check them out for more info. Uh, and this is a nice opportunity if you are not a Dirt Vision subscriber, not a streaming subscriber, to kind of check things out for free tonight. We'll talk more about the outlaw weekend on tomorrow's show. And one news item from yesterday I wanted to pass along was from the All-Stars. They have canceled the upcoming May 14th show at the Dirt Oval at Route 66. That is near uh, Chicago. That was a co-sanction originally with the IRA Sprint Cars. They cited uncertainties involving the track opening. Not really sure what that means. Uh, instead, the series will now go to Wayne County Speedway in Ohio on May 14th. Teams will head there after racing an I-96 Speedway the day before. Also, if there are weather-related issues this weekend at Waynesfield on Sunday, that race will be moved to May 15th. So we could potentially have that May weekend host three races in three nights. The All-Stars are in action this weekend, starting tomorrow at Lernerville, followed by Saturday at Sharon, and hopefully Sunday at Waynesfield. 
For more details on the All-Star schedule, hit up allstarsprint.com. We'll also talk about the All-Star weekend on tomorrow's show as well. There are two shows on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has those outlaw practice sessions, like I just mentioned, from Bristol, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, uh, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.